0: Section 32 of Letters from Victorian Pioneers. This is a LibriVox recording, or LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Letters from Victorian Pioneers, letter number 32 from J. Blair, Portland, 13th of August, 1853. My dear Mr. La Trobe, I received Your Excellency's note of the 27th ultimo some days ago, but delayed replying to it but I had satisfied myself by inquiry on some points I was doubtful about. In January 1840, Mrs. Addison and Murray brought sheep from Van Diemen's land and took up Dunrobin, the first station formed on the Glenelg, on the west bank of the river, above its junction with the Wannan, and were immediately followed by Mr. McCulloch, who took up the station known as the Retreat, on the east bank of the river near its junction with the Wondo. It is now occupied, I believe, by Mrs. Carmichael. Mrs. White Brothers took up their station, Conungutong, on Bryant's Creek, and Mrs. J. E. G. Robertson and W. Corney took up their stations, Wando Vale and Cashmere, on the Wando, about the same time. In March or April 1840, Mr. Norris took up coot now occupied by Mrs. Swanston and Willis and Stall and Ellis, comprising both sides of the Glenelg, Chetwynd, and Pigeon Ponds. And in about July or August, Mr Ricketts took up Cluny, the station immediately above it, and now occupied on the east bank by myself, and on the west bank by Mr Whittaker and Mr Hamilton. And at the same time Fulham, still higher up and now occupied by Mr Armitage, was taken up by Mr De Sully for, I think, Sir John Owen, in 1842, Mr Winter took up a station on the east bank of the river below the junction of the Crawford, but after some time abandoned it, and it was again taken up by Dr MacDonald in 1844, and in 1845, Mr T Scott took up a station on the west bank. About this time, or soon after, Mr Lang took up a station on the east, and Mr Black upon the west bank near the mouth. Mrs. White Brothers were the only settlers I heard of being annoyed by the Aborigines as early as 1840, but they tracked those gentlemen on their route from Melbourne and harassed them in every way, setting fire to the grass round them, throwing spears at their shepherds and stealing their sheep. It was not, however, till 1841 and 1842 that Aboriginal aggressions became a frequent occurrence. Shepherds were then constantly murdered and their sheep driven off sometimes fifty or sixty miles. And as they were usually found with their legs broken, they were valueless to their owners. Mr Ricketts, the original proprietor of Cluny, lost so severely by their frequent incursions, that he became insolvent in 1844, and I purchased the station from his trustees. Since then the natives have been quiet but I believe they were troublesome as late as 1845, on the station at Mount Arapiles, which was just then taken up by Mr. Urquhart. I have no idea of the number of the Aborigines at that time, nor do I think it possible to estimate it. They were shy and stealthy, holding no intercourse with whites, and seldom seen by the settlers, unless when detected in committing an outrage or overtaken in retreating with their plunder. And as they frequently travelled very long distances to commit outrages, no one could tell to what part of the district they belonged. I am, my dear Mr. Latrobe, respectfully and faithfully yours, J. Blair, His Excellency C. J. Latrobe, Esquire. End of section thirty two.